just in time for the holidays, KTEL Records presents A South Richfield Christmas. Yes, Matt and Scott butcher all of your holiday favorites, including this one. It's the holiday season. Holiday season. And Santa Claus has got a toy for every good girl and good little boy. Santa's a great big bundle of joy when he's coming down the chimney down. You'll be coming down the chimney down. Yes, you'll listen in wide-eyed wonder at the pageantry and beauty of the South Richfield Singers. Said the night wind to the little lamb. Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? Way up in the sky, little lamb. This record is sure to have Bing Crosby and Andy Williams turning over in their graves. We three kings of Orient are bearing gifts we traverse afar. Field and fountain, moor and mountain, following yonder star. City sidewalks, busy sidewalks, dressed in holiday. Yes, they can't sing, but they can't podcast either. Of Christmas. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Also appearing the fastest woman in Richfield, Rachel Luther. It's a marshmallow world in the winter when the snow comes to cover the ground. It's a time for play. It's a whipped cream day. I wait for it the whole year round. Those are marshmallow clouds being friendly. This special collector's edition, two records set, might be the last Christmas album you ever buy. Last Christmas I gave you my heart But the very next day you gave it away This year to save me from tears I'll give it to someone special Be sure to order your copy of A South Richfield Christmas For your someone special today Merry Christmas, you filthy animal! Ho, ho, ho. Just a few days left until Christmas. I guess I should finish up that second run-through on the naughty and nice list. I think I left off somewhere in Ohio. Here we go. Scott Luther, let's see, he wants a new microphone for recording that ridiculous South Richfield podcast. Uh, no. Nobody even asked for that monstrosity to be created. They just threw something together years ago, and obviously can't take a hint. A big lump of coal it is. Ho, 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 ho. 
Eh, who else? Ah, Matt Coma. He wants booze. Problem is, booze makes him chatty. Chatty means longer podcasts. How about a nice 48 million year old nugget of anthracite? Nothing too sooty, with a deep black lung finish. That'll do nicely, and move the show along a bit. Speaking of the show, welcome to the South Richfield Christmas Spectacular with Matt Coma and Scott Luther. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas, everybody! Hey everybody, welcome to the South Richfield Holiday Spectacular with your hosts, Scott Luther and Matt Coma! Merry Christmas, Matt. Merry Christmas, Scott. It's good to see you here in Richfield under the Christmas tree with nothing but a bow on. <laughs> I don't know how you got me here, but somehow I'm here. Promises of donuts with sprinkles. That'll get me every time. Yeah. So uh, we're here doing, um, we have a special treat for you listeners out there in South Richfield. It's our first annual Christmas Spectacular. Can you believe this, Matt? I can't believe it. It's been a dream of ours for maybe three years. <laughs> we always say we're going to do a podcast like around this time of year. Like We try to do a Halloween Spectacular. Never happened. No, no. We get too lazy. Fourth of July Spectacular. That was awful. Ben Franklin was not... Uh, <laughs> Very interesting. Maybe he will be interesting podcast material if we ever do it properly. Somewhere down the road. But we have all kinds of treats in for you guys. Surprises for this uh, Christmas show. Special guests. Special guests. No. Maybe you might hear someone come down the chimney later. You never know who's going to show up at these uh, Christmas spectaculars. So, uh, are you getting ready for Christmas and everything? You're in town here? Uh, yes. We have uh, the house all decorated back in the Toledo area. And um, my mom and dad's place, uh, I'll be visiting today. Uh, and last night they did uh, part of what is an annual tradition for them. <laughs> oh, somebody just got drafted. Uh, they make caramel-covered apples, and my brother's family and my sister's family all come over and they get together and make these apples. Notice, however, that uh, my family is not there. Why not? Apples. I don't know. I'm going to go in and find out about this. Do they like do the fancy ones where they might cover them with chopped knots? Yes. They're, they're so very they fancy. decorate. They yeah, do. they have these apples that are the size of your face, you know? Right. Monstrous things. Then they put a layer of caramel and a layer of chocolate mm-hmm. around it, and then... So the the whole thing ends up being the size of like a, a bowling ball. <laughs> you might be able to get a three hundred of one of these. That sounds good. They are delicious, and you I'm, slice and you just eat them. I'm coming the... with you to your parents' house after this podcast. <laughs> Come on over. <laughs> that sounds. I love apples like that. Well, uh, I'm delivering band fruit to, to my parents. They ordered some boxes. My kids are in their band are selling band fruit, so I could use some help carrying all okay. this. Okay, right. The grapefruit and navel oranges. We could, uh, you know, what we could do after this? We could go downstairs and actually, we are by the Christmas tree and fireplace, so we don't really have to go downstairs. But we can... <laughs> <laughs> we're going to throw that illusion out there for you people. We're going to do the podcast <laughs> down by the fire. <laughs> it's snowing outside. It, yep, there's a crisp, chair, clear chill in, in the air. And, uh, well, we could take some of those grapefruits and cover them in chocolate and caramel. And then I have some rainbow sprinkles. 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> it's always delicious. We have a special treat for our listeners. It's our holiday podcast. First annual, right? <laughs> and maybe last annual. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a special uh, poetry reading. Wait, start the fire. Oh, oh yeah. Cue the fire notes. <laughs> It's all gas. We don't we don't uh, chop wood around oh. here. <laughs> Cue the methane. Remember we did the whole gas logs episode, right? Yeah, which I still have in my uh, garage. If anybody's looking to buy a set of gas logs that were too big for my fireplace, let's not go down that one again. <laughs> but I'm sorry, interrupted. We're going to be doing a reading of the night before Christmas. No, no, no. Matt. What, Matt? What? the The real name of the poem is "A Visit from Saint Nicholas." A visit from St. Nicholas. You're talking about the one by Clement Clark Moore, of course. Well, what? that's what everyone thinks. And it, it could be true. There's, uh, It was first published anonymously, Matt. Did you know this? I think you you did know this. Did you know this? Yeah, I was setting up for dramatic effect. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was first published anonymously in uh, 1823 and then later... It was attributed to Clement Clark Moore, who claimed authorship in 1837. So we're 195 years ago at this point. Yes. Uh, whose podcast was it man. on then? <laughs> it was It was probably on uh, John Quincy Adams' podcast. Okay. <laughs> right? The, I think he had one. The Q. The Q. <laughs> Coming to you straight from Washington. Washington, D.C., from the White House. So uh, apparently there's a little bit of controversy where uh, another author claimed, or the family claimed uh, authorship, uh, Major Henry Livingston Jr., who was a New Yorker with Dutch and Scottish roots, was claimed as the author. However, nobody can tell for sure. And you can look all this up yourselves. We're not going to bore you with this Mm -hmm. controversy. Why don't you put a link on the website? I will. I'll put a link on the website to the Wikipedia page. Okay. <laughs> do you donate to Wikipedia ever? I do, because I use it a lot. Yeah, I do too, because then you get that pop-up. Yeah, I feel guilty, and I say, where am I? else am I going to get all my erroneous facts? Right. <laughs> so I'll donate here on my computer at home, but then if I use it at work, I get the same plea, and I'm like, stop bugging me. I just donated at home. <laughs> Maybe I should uh, expense it. All right. Well, so you're you're a hard ass at work, but at home you're a big softy. Right. 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 Exactly. That's, that's we well, have to be in the world of business, Scott. You you'll get taken advantage of. Yeah, I I don't want that. No, it, I, I've seen when you get taken advantage of. I wish we, you would have stepped in and helped you out. But we were roommates. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how so, how so many uh, I ordered ended up with so many magazine subscriptions in college. <laughs> All those. All those cousins. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so a visit from St. Nicholas. T'was the night before Christmas when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief, and I in my cap, had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. 
I don't know about these brains. Settle their brains. I always heard settled down, man. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's a, an expression that was used back in the 1820s. Quincy era, <laughs> Quincy Adams era. But the brains, settle the brains. <clears throat> settle my brain. I'm looking back in here to see if, does something rhyme with brains. Why would he use that word choice? See, I think that's what leads towards the Dutch guy. Well, visions of sugar plums can only come from your brain, I guess. Uh, mm. I settled our mind. Settled our. Mm, settled down. Mm -hmm. Settled down, everyone. All right. So they settled down for the long winter snap. Right. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters, threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave luster of midday to objects below, when what to my wondering eyes did appear? A miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. Wow. That's a lot of reindeer. Well, this is obviously before Rudolph coming in. Yes, yes, there's only eight. Right. Rudolph is a... You got your, you got your dasher? Oh, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment he must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all! Did he name all these guys? Well, this gives more evidence, I think, to being Dutch, because these are all Dutch words. Donner, Blitzen, Thunder and Lightning, Comet, Cupid, Cleaning Products, and uh, a dating site. <laughs> Dancer, Prancer. Mm -hmm. The Dutch, come on. You know, I saw a manuscript of this, a written one, mm -hmm. and it says Donder. That's Thunder. Which I've heard also. Mm -hmm. That's a, that, that's this a says Donner, but word. Donder. <clears throat> right. And Vixen? Vixen. Come on. That's that is the uh the Dutch Germanic word for a female fox. Wow. Mm -hmm. Really? Sure. I I think now Dasher, that's the one that uh throws in the mix. I'm not sure which one <laughs> how that comes into play. I think though, because in original old English they their poems did not rhyme so much as they, they relied on alliteration okay. as as their mainstay of letting you know as the listener that it was a, a poem. So Dasher Dancer. That's old English typical alliter uh, alliterative style of poetry. It's a great it's a great start. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as leaves that before the wild hurricane flew when they meet with an obstacle mount to the what did I say? You said flew instead flew. of fly. See it didn't rhyme. <laughs> Alright, start that start over, man. Over. Okay. As leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up on the housetop, the corsairs they flew, with the sleigh full of toys and Saint Nicholas too. And then, in a twinkling, I heard on the roof the prancing, the pawing of each little hoof. As I drew my head and was turning around down the chimney. St. Nicholas came with a bound. 
And this is the 1820s. So the chimneys, I imagine, that was a source of a lot of fire in the house. You had to keep those clean. You used to have chimney sweeps. Yes. So St. Nicholas, not only supplying toys, but he's cleaning the chimney for them, sort of like as a... Just as a, he goes down? Yeah, like a plumber cleans out your... your snakes out your drain. Now, were, uh, were the roofs more steeply uh, angled back then? I don't think you had a lot of flat roofs. But no. I, yeah, you would have Could steeper you? roofs so the snow would fly off or the rain would fall, fall, fall off quicker. Would, it, would you be able to get a sleigh up there safely? Only if it's a magic sleigh. And they, he hasn't said whether or not this is a magic That's sleigh. That's true. That's true. But those eight tiny reindeer... They were tiny, mm -hmm. so maybe they could land on Yeah, you know, they got the little hooves yeah. in yep. balance. Yep. Wait, it's the clatter up on the roof. Oh, oh, what is that? What is that? He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how he twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up it like a bow. And the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. Very descriptive with uh, how this guy looked. This is the, exactly the sort of guy you want if uh, you're given a prison lineup. <laughs> so he can give a good description. <laughs> he was very descriptive. With the stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth. And the smoke, it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf. And I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. I like that jelly. <laughs> yeah, and he he has his pipe. Yeah. Well, uh, so here, here's a, a guy who's breaking and entering into your house, and he's letting him know, "Hey, man, it's cool. Look, I give you a wink. Now, if a, a short little fat man, <laughs> you caught him in your house, turns turns his head all the way around, exorcist style, and gives you a wink." <laughs> I think dread is the word I would feel. He was jolly, though. <clears throat> that is true. If there's a jolly guy in my house, I probably don't mind as much. And he has a pipe. Sure. So he's sophisticated. <laughs> <clears throat> he spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk and laying his nose... Oops, wait. <laughs> and laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod the chimney he rose he sprang to his sleigh to his team gave a whistle and away they all flew like the down of a thistle but i heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight happy christmas to all and to all a good night ho 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 <laughs> oh i love that poem that is really good. I could see why people are trying to lay claim over it. Is this controversy still going on to, as to this day? Maybe. I mean, we're talking nearly 200 years later. There's the, uh, I think it's in the uh, copyright laws no longer. You know, 
Yeah. That's part of the what are they? What's the term they use? Uh, public public domain. domain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Otherwise, we would have had to pay just to read this. <laughs> right. Maybe we owe somebody. Maybe we do. Um, I don't think with that reading, <laughs> we might be fined <laughs> for that. The FCC. Yeah. Good thing this is. Uh, you know, you do not have to listen to this podcast. It is pure choice. But this is arguably, according to Wikipedia, and we know how accurate Wikipedia is, arguably the best-known verses ever written by an American. Seriously? Well, you probably know most of this poem. You know many of these lines by heart, probably. Except the ones you screwed up. (laughs) (laughs) You know the reindeer pretty much from this poem. That's where they first originated? Well, you know all the names of the reindeer. Harry, George, Fireball. You're thinking of that pear company. Oh. <laughs> that sends you the fruits. Oh. Is that Harry and George or Harry and David? Harry and David. Harry and David. Mm-hmm. Or is that that Harry's is the razor? Oh. That is that amazes me that they can make money off of that whole thing. Well, don't they have a razor factory here in the U.S.? They claim or to do the same. And the same thing with the mattress people. How do you make money... <laughs> On the mattress. Mattresses must be so overpriced. You know what else I think is overpriced? Glasses. Glass, you know, glasses. You, yeah, eyeglasses. eyeglasses must be. So, it's just plastic, but it's costing me $500? <laughs> Where are you getting your glasses from? Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> you need better vision insurance, is what it sounds Who like. Who said that? <laughs> no, that's why I, I got uh, the LASIK surgery. Did you? I did. Okay. When did you get that? Um, years ago, right? A couple years ago, yeah. Okay. My eyes were just so bad, I, I couldn't see anymore. So yeah. I had to, so. It took. It took. That's good. One the, they say it's not painful, but for me, it was one of the most painful things I ever uh, encountered. Well, you know, that was the vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> I think the eyeball thing was still pretty bad, too. <laughs> Well, thanks for reading that with me, Matt. That was fun. Boy, this fire is really warm. Yeah. Or maybe it's the fact that you brought an electric Oof. blanket over. <laughs> well, we need to make sure we stay, you know, warm, toasty. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's chestnuts roasting Something. on the open fire. And under the blanket. And Jack Frost is nipping at my toes. <laughs> or maybe that's you. <laughs> well, I felt I had to clean up my teeth a little bit. And now the musical stylings of Scott Luther and Matthew Comer. Consider this a warning. I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been been hoping that so very My mother will start to worry Beautiful, what's your My father theory? will be pacing the floor Listen to that fireplace roll So really I'd better scurry Beautiful, please don't But hurry. maybe just half a drink more Put some records on while I pour. The neighbors might think Baby, it's bad out there Say what's in this drink? No cabs to be had out there I wish I knew how Your eyes are starlight now I'll take your hat, your hair looks so Why, swell Why thank you, I ought to say no, no Mind sir. if I move in close 
At least I'm gonna say that I tried What's the sense in hurting my pride? I really can't stay Baby, don't hold out Baby, it's cold outside Simply must go Baby, it's cold outside The answer is no But baby, it's cold outside the welcome has been How lucky that so nice and warm. Look out that window at that. My sister will be suspicious. Gosh, your lips look delicious. My brother will be there at the door. Waves upon the tropical shore. My maiden aunt's mind is vicious. Gosh, your lips look delicious. But maybe just a cigarette more. Never such a blizzard before. I've got to get home. Baby, you'll freeze out there. Say, lend me your call. It's up to your knees out there. You've really been grand. I'll thrill you, but don't you hand. see? How can you do this thing to me? It's bound to be talk tomorrow. Think of my lifelong At sorrow. least there'll be plenty implied. If you got pneumonia and I really can't stay. Get over that. Hold Maybe out. Maybe it's, it's cold. Baby, it's cold outside. Okay, fine. Just another drink then. That took a lot of convincing and roofies. <laughs> so, Matt, uh, I read about something on the Huffington Post. You can read? Yeah, yeah. Huh. <laughs> I just read that poem. Oh, that's true. Good, nice work at that too. Thank you. Excellent, Dixon. So, over in England, listen to this, Matt. Newsflash: The organizers of a Christmas event that took place this past Sunday in St. Ives, England, or is it St. Eves? I love their cream. Yeah, it's very, very nice. Soothing. Do you like that peach scrub one? Not used it, but I'm getting it. <laughs> Are, they're apologizing, the organizers are apologizing for the behavior of a Santa Claus they had hired. It seems this Santa got a little naughty with his language while trying to do a nice thing. Evacuate people from what he thought was a burning building. <clears throat> At some point during the Father Christmas Grotto event. The Grotto? Yeah. When I think Grotto, I, th- I think of Hugh Hefner. <laughs> well, this is Santa. Oh, I don't know. <clears throat> Over in England, things are a little more, you know, grottos must... <laughs> this is a family grotto. Oh. I don't know how you do that, family style. At some point during the Father Christmas Grotto event, smoke machines from a separate event being held one floor below caused the fire alarm to go off. A man hired to be Santa reportedly immediately ripped his hat and beard off and told the crowd of around 50 people to get the F out. <laughs> Except he didn't say F. Uh-oh. Fudge? <laughs> Closer? Yes. Okay. Although Claus's dire- directive was a sensible thing to do when there is a fire, his coarse language mm. left some parents fuming. People were in the process of vacating the building, and in came angry Santa, swearing using the most vile language, ripping off his hat and beard with steam literally coming from his ears, 
Not too sure why he was so cross, one parent told the son. He was shouting at people to leave, which is exactly what we were doing. Very strange behavior. <laughs> but one parent, Sharon Bavister, came to Santa's defense. Surely evacuating the children was his main priority, she told the paper. Yes, it was probably the smoke machine, but imagine if it wasn't. <gasps> he sounds more like Krampus. <laughs> The organizers Festival Events St. Ives or Fest use that line in their own apology Uh, so this is their apology last Sunday during a family rave event not a fest event in the Corn Exchange St. Ives the fire alarms were activated by some smoke in the charter hall Santa was upstairs in his grotto (laughs) an event organized by the fest a volunteer and volunteer, a voluntary organization. All these British terms. They spell organization with an S. It's throwing me off. Flavor with an extra U. <laughs> color an extra U. Ugh, it's gross. And uh, <laughs> and immediately assisted in the evacuation of the building. Fest wished to apologize for any offense or distress caused to parents and children by the attempts to ensure all visitors and staff had exited the building and were safe. Organizers will hold the same event this weekend, Matt, if you want to go over there. And fire one up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're not sure if the same Santa will be on the job. Hmm. No response from uh, from the uh, message or from the uh, question that the Huffington Post had uh, reached out to them. On, so. All the man was trying to do was <clears throat> save the little children's lives. Get the F out. Get the F out. <laughs> You little greedy <laughs> bees. Rip off your beard? Yeah, I don't know if that was necessary. <laughs> but maybe that was to get the attention. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it was, get the F out of my way. <laughs> he was trying to save it's himself. Like George Costanza. Yeah, pushing yeah. children to one he, side. Maybe he's a volunteer fire fire in his spare time. Yeah, there's no time to keep it clean when you're trying to save people's lives. Well, You know, if I ever go... <laughs> the fest to just the Gra- no. father grotto Christmas if i ever go to the playboy grotto no <laughs> if i ever leave this mortal coil i hope that it is that i am saving somebody's life not just you know confusing a smoke machine with uh, with fire <laughs> well but, the know, alarms did go off well that's true <clears throat> what else is the santa to to do you know right. he can't just sit around and kind of look like what's going on people are going to look to santa to take charge i mean he leaves that those eight reindeer Right. For goodness sakes. He even asked for Rudolph to come along because it got so foggy that one time. Yep. So, he led the way. Yeah. Santa, in a crisis, there's not too many people that you're going to turn to above Santa Claus. Right. And if he's yelling at me and using bad language, maybe it's just to get my head out of my A. Because <laughs> I'm sitting there looking at the... <coughs> the Elves and candy canes. Right. I'm getting all distracted. Look yeah. at the G.I. Joe with Kung Fu grip. <laughs> Or Lady and the Tramp. Oh, the posters. Yeah, there is something about uh, that, though. <laughs> if I can bring it down here a little bit as yeah. we're down by the fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Told me, pa rum pa bum bum. On 
newborn king to see pa-ra-pa-bum-bum. Our finest gifts we bring pa-ra-pa-bum-bum, rum-pa-bum-bum, rum-pa-bum-bum. Live in peace, live in peace again. Peace on earth, can it be? Every child must be made aware. Every child must be made to care. Care enough for his fellow man to give all the love that he can. I pray my wish will come true. For my child and your child too. You'll see the day of glory. Hello, this is Danny Kay, and speaking on behalf of myself and Bing Crosby, I would just like to say that that rendition was just rancid. In fact, we can't wait to meet you guys in hell. Hey, look at this ornament on my tree. Did you see this, Matt? Mm. What, what's the story behind this? So this, uh, this is a styrofoam clown my great aunt Louise made. Probably back in the 60s, I'm guessing. It looks like a craft. And I'll put a picture of this on online. But you can see she cut some some styrofoam balls in half for feet and hands. She has like a styrofoam egg <clears throat> that's like dyed green. And then a little face. And this clown gets passed around on Christmas Eve every year from house to house. And I got it last year. So you give it away this year? I'm going to have to think of someone to give it to. All right. I have someone in mind. Oh? <clears throat> How many potential candidates are there? Well, we, we're supposed to keep it in the family. Just like West Virginia marriages. Exactly. <laughs> so I have uh, all the cards here from the people it's been to. Mm -hmm. So I have to come up with something. It says this little... I got this last year from Aunt Marilyn. Uh, Scott and family, this clown has traveled around, seen many a tree over the years. Uh, Aunt Louise is smiling in heaven as her clown always appears. This is a poem. This year, may this clown bless your home. 
make your, you smile a little and bring a memory to you of a simpler time. Let's sure pack them up for a new journey and keep this tradition going. So, uh, any Luther, you better be on the lookout Christmas Eve. Because this little green clown may appear in your stocking. Dun, dun, dun. That almost sounds like it's uh, going to be a surprise for somebody. Though. It will be a surprise. All right. It's not a big I, presentation. <clears throat> and I know who's all received it because I have all all these cards here. So let's see. How many years back is this going? Well, Aunt Marilyn got it last year. In 2016... Uh, Oh wait, Aunt, I got it last year. Aunt Marilyn got it in 2016. Denny got it. Denny Gettner, mm -hmm. who lives up the street, got it in 15. And then let's see, 2014, Aunt Dorothy got it. Carol Merrick got it in 13. Aunt Betty got it in 2012. Jean got it. Jean Gettner got it in 2011. Mary had it in 2010. Mary, uh, her sister, who was a Luther, mm -hmm. but now her name's Smiling. And let's see, Aunt Barb had it. I don't know Lynette Tillman and Clarissa. I'm sorry if you're listening. It, apparently they're Luthers. Reach out to Scott and set them straight. Yeah, I, I probably, they may be on my, uh, well, they're obviously on my dad's side. <laughs> They're obviously a Luther, so I apologize. I'm I'm supposed to be kind of a family historian. And then there's also another ornament in here from the 1930s, Matt. Oh, pull that it's, out. Let's it's a that. plastic, uh, if they had plastic in the 30s. Didn't you watch It's a Wonderful Life? <laughs> what? When the guy's telling... Plastics are the pl future? Plastics. Get to get on the ground floor on this, George. Plastics. Is that from, uh, is that from The Graduate? That's The Graduate. <laughs> But look at that. It's like a sand dollar or something or a star. Uh-huh. I'm not sure, but a it's beautiful. six-pointed star with uh, <clears throat> bumps yeah. on the side. It looks like a clove. Maybe it is a clove. I don't know. I don't know what it was around in the 30s, but this, this ornament's been in the family for 80-some years. Hmm. That's pretty good. It is. This good. clown's only been in the family for about 50 years, I would well, say. Well, still. It smells about 50 years old. You've been in the family almost 50 years. <laughs> oh, that's true. And <laughs> you certainly smell it. Thank you. Well, Matt, that just about does it for this episode of the South Richfield Podcast Christmas Spectacular. We hope you enjoyed it. What? Oh, my gosh. Who? Do you hear something up on the roof, Matt? I, I think I do hear something, Seth. We better get to bed quickly. <laughs> Otherwise, we won't get our present. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, well, well, stay tuned for another edition uh, maybe next month, Matt. Yeah, and be sure to head to wherever you get your podcasts and get us a five-star rating. That way we don't get any cold. <laughs> yeah, Apple Podcast Podbean, or email us at, uh, what is it, southrichfieldgmail.com. Or Twitter handle at, at southrichfield. South and follow us on Facebook, of course, just like Santa does. <laughs> And all his reindeer and his elves. I like the elves. <laughs> the girl one. <laughs> Merry Christmas and happy holidays, everybody. Happy, happy New, New Year! Year!